only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit Recorded live. This is Sandra Keys, and you are listening to Keys to the Kingdom at T25CL.com. Y'all all encompassing entertainment station. Uh, you can find a distribution of uh, independent artist movies and also music. Uh, check us out on T25CL.com. Um, you're guaranteed to find some interesting movies uh, by, in, by very talented independent artists and musicians. We also have a 24-7 radio station that uh, on that one platform you can get gospel music, jazz, R&B, uh, reggae, all sorts of music, and great music uh, for your entertainment pleasure 24-7. So check us out on T25CL.com. All right. Today we're going to talk about what's been uh, dominating the news over the last couple of days, and that is uh, regarding the shootings of uh, Mr. Crutcher in uh, 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 Tulsa, Oklahoma, and also Mr. Scott in North Carolina and how the both of the cities have dealt with uh, the tragic deaths of these uh, young black men uh, in different ways. Tulsa has been very uh, transparent in uh, releasing information uh, um, very quickly for uh, the residents there to see, uh, the citizens there to see. They have also um, arrested the officer in connection with that shooting. And, and, you know, it always, an arrest and a conviction are two different things. So we'll see how that turns out. But they appear to be um, making every um, gesture to move in the right direction uh, and have done it with uh, respect for the citizens there of Tulsa, Oklahoma. And then on the other hand, you have uh, North Carolina, where the mayor and chief of police and governor has um, determined and have made the decision not to release the video recording of the incident of Mr. Scott, I believe his name is. And um, today, uh, and, and in, con- in, in response to that, they had a couple of days uh, where there were some protesters who, uh, and I won't say that they were protesters, because the protesters that were trying to have their voices heard were out there doing the right thing. They were protesting peacefully. But then there's always the the provocateurs, the people that are out there that are determined to cause some problems that did um, uh, create problems a couple of nights in downtown uh, Raleigh, North Carolina. And so for them, we pray that they um, have got whatever evilness out of their system and they will not be returning. But we do want the peaceful protesters to continue 
to um, protest and have their voices heard in this tragic incident. Now, today, if you've been following the news, um, the wife of Mr. Scott in North Carolina uh, released her own video recording of the incident from her vantage point. Now, you don't get to see the actual shooting, so we still don't know what um, caused the police officers uh, to shoot uh, Mr. Scott. But um, I don't know. There's still some controversy because the family is saying that he didn't have a gun, but the police are saying today that they do have a gun. Some of the photos that they showed today, they showed another another photo from um, somebody that was in the apartment building, another video, and they are, um, it looks like the police officer is hovering over something, but you cannot determine what that is uh, from the video. So I don't know, but, but whatever it is, it just seems that this, this um, perpetuation of killing black folks uh, when they could use better judgment and try to talk, them ways, talk themselves or try to de-escalate the situation just, just doesn't apply to black men. And so I just want to know what your feeling is on that because people were complaining about Kaepernick uh, kneeling down, and at the point when he was doing it, there was no incident. So we are quick to forget that people have died uh, under uh, these circumstances. And so now uh, we've had two killings since his uh, individual protest, and uh, we have different people of different um, teams, NFL, and also different sports who are joining in that silent protest. So tell what is going what is what is really going on? We have a presidential candidate who seems to continually try to divide the nation. He seems to be the authority on uh, the black um, experience um, <laughs> uh, telling us how we're living, how all of us are living day to day. I just I don't understand where he is coming from, but he seems to have all the answers. And so with that, I have my guest again today who is so full of wisdom and knowledge, uh, Elder uh, Anthony Damore, who's going to help us kind of get through what is happening in our nation and also whatever else, he, whatever other knowledge he wants to impart to that. So with that, uh, Elder Anthony Damore, how are you this evening? I'm doing good, my sister. But forgive me, I just kept rambling on and on, but forgive me for that. But, um, yes, um, I'm, I'm sure you're aware of what's going on in the news. Can you kind of tell me your feelings on both situations? Well, I'm saddened by, by uh, all of it, but it's nothing new. Um, uh, there have been murders and deaths and massacres um, as long as we've been on this continent here. Um, captives in the United States. And so um, I was listening to the D.L. Hughley show, and he had a whole segment, a whole day, uh, listing all of the protests uh, starting back in the, wow, I think he went back to the 50s even, of mm -hmm. all of the protests. It came out to about 100 and maybe 72 or 74 different protests mm -hmm. uh, against 
race riots and massacres and shootings and lynchings and murderings and and then he went all the way up through the 90s i believe and so uh it just up until today and so it 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 just shows that that this is nothing new that there's no. always been these type of situations that black people have been protesting against been fighting against been trying to uh 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 speak against fight against and so um this is a continuation and so we see yeah. we still live in a nation that is very capable of killing its own citizens. Amen. Amen. Yeah, when you look at it like that, we are United States citizens, yet we are treated like second-class citizens even still. Now, we have made some strides, but we have not yet overcome. And so for that and, and so that I would like to pose the question um, have we as black people become uh, content uh, with our standing uh, in America? Because there are, we, ha- we do have black millionaires. We do have black people who are doing really, really well uh, in this society, yet still we do have some who are not. But I think you can say the same for white people as well. But do you feel that sometimes white people, especially with having a black president, that we have overcome too much for them? Are they uncomfortable? Are they afraid? What, what do you think? Well, uh, they've always been afraid. They've, unfortunately, that's, that's a situation that has not changed and will not change because mm-hmm. of how our relationship began here. And so... Uh, uh, Whenever black people begin to 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 move up, the oppressors they get a little nervous with that. If you look back at the civil rights and how they killed the Black Panthers and killed any black man that that stood for anything, and there are many stories, and also women, and so uh, uh, that fear will never leave. This country will right. never cease to be racist because of its foundation within uh, that whole belief system. Mm-hmm. So because of that foundation, uh, uh, these past couple of years, um, um, gun sales have rocketed, yeah. have, have skyrocketed. Yeah. And that's not going to change. And that's mm-hmm. not going to change because of the fear. And again, biblically speaking, and uh, just, just historically and sci- scientifically speaking, Race, there's only the human race. Scientifically, exactly. there's no such thing as as uh, 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 this race or that race. It's just a tweak of a gene here, and that shows God's genius. A tweak Amen. here, and that's your skin color. A tweak Amen. here, and you have curly hair. A tweak here. And so so God is a genetic genius. And so uh, uh, this is a demonic lie. And so here, uh, uh, black people are being just re-traumatized. We're not allowed to just relax. Yeah. We're always yeah. shown that we're captives here. Like, like, like they will not allow us to yeah. forget. You know. Yeah. So, you and, know. Yeah, and and I hear what you're saying, but also we have to remember too that it wasn't just black people that voted in the first black president of the United States. So there are white people and people of other races who can see past 
the color. They had to in order to have faith and vote for our first black president, Barack Obama. But then I feel like with that, the ones who hate us became afraid. Uh, afraid of the possibilities. If we can become the president of the United States, then what next? And then they went into their um, hysteria um, after that. Um, How can we get past that? I mean, because there are people here who feel like everybody is the same. I mean, when you look at the protesters uh, that are down in Raleigh, North Carolina, it's it's a mixed Um, it's a mixed bunch of folks. And that makes me happy to see that because we know that not everybody feels like, you know, some folks in the United States. Um, It's, there are many people who are tired of the scars of racism. They're tired of it. They want to get away from it. But the trap and the, the the devious trap of race is that even when see you have to really combat it within yourself. You have to combat okay. it. You have to fight it because race comes with so many benefits, delusional benefits, but 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 made real. It mm-hmm. has walls. It has a ceiling. And so, can we get past it? On I don't a human know. Level? No. Well, here's a question. If we are one human family, why do lighter family members hate the dark family members? White supremacy. White supremacy that's passed on through black minds. Yes. White supremacy, uh, color issues. Um, but all of that stems from white supremacy. I don't care what continent you come from. I know. It's, it's in every... In India. In, yes, right. it is. Even yeah. in India, they have what's called a caste system, which is based yeah. on the color of their skin. And so you find this, this, this. So it's not white supremacy there, is it? We could say it's here that's the case in the United States, but what is it in other countries? Well, I would say that it's the same thing, because wherever uh, 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 that that racist point of view has touched, and it's ancient. But you have to look back at their history to also understand where it comes from in their history, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. by who they were conquered by, right? Mm-hmm. And so you have to look at these things as well. But it's a sad reality that the darker your skin is and the lighter you – so light skin is perceived as, as, as good, dark, dark skin is bad, and even black people – perpetuate that. And, and yeah, yeah, we do in our own race. We do in our own race. Hold on, we have a call from Southern California. Hello, Southern California. You have a question? This is Lorenzo Elvis Murphy from Compton Politics. How are you? I'm fine. I'm blessed and highly favorites. Great. You have a comment on this evening? You know, I just tuned in, but I heard about the different different uh, colors and our people of color, you know, one of my best friends, one of my business partners is in Ben that y'all saying it is so funny because I have a friend that's light-skinned. And even he commented that I'm dark and he light-skinned. So it is a big factor in our communities. So people do recognize that. Look at that light-skinned dude. Look at that black-skinned dude together. You know what I'm saying? 
Right. Right. So I understand. Yeah. All right. So um, there is. Thank you, Lorenzo. Uh, I'm gonna put you back on hold here. There is another question. If they claim to be supreme, then we are not of the same family. Uh, can there be more than one human family? I don't think so. What do you think, um, Elder? Well, biblically speaking, we're all cousins down the line. We're all cousins. Now you learn that some some cousins hated other cousins. In fact, mm-hmm. they have war with other cousins, and so you continue to see that that uh, mm-hmm. yes, we are made up of different kindreds and different family lines, but we're all cousins. Yeah. And, uh, all right. cousins, uh, it's so it. funny. I, it's so funny because I grew up in uh, Jersey City, New Jersey, and uh, most of my family are on the darker complexion side. So I never felt that that discrimination kind of thing. I did kind of in high school where some guys, you know, they were drawn to the light-skinned girl, and that was fine, but it didn't, but I didn't have a complex about it. So I'm glad that color for me has never been an issue, but I know grown folks where it has been an issue, and I'm going, how did you get there? But um, but never for me. But I remember an incident in California where um, I had a girlfriend, and her whole family was light-skinned, and she had a daughter uh, by a guy who was dark-complected, and so the granddaughter was the only dark grandchild in the bunch. And they, that whole family treated her different. And I can remember hearing her stories about that. And I can remember going to a party at her house one Halloween, and I brought my girlfriend with me who was a lighter-skinned girl. And we walked in at the same time, and my girlfriend went to introduce me, and they bypassed me and went to my light-skinned girlfriend. And I was like, wow, her story is real. I can't believe these people do not want to deal with dark-skinned folks. But but anyway, not wanting to get off the subject, we do have a problem with um, race within our own selves. But the prop, but we want to stay on the topic of why we are why this resurgence of hate towards black people uh, seems to be rising again. And I say that it was spurred. I think it was. Uh, I think it was manageable as long as we did not have a black president. But I think some white folks in some segments of society lost their freaking mind when we got a black president. And then I think black people started feeling, you know, okay, things are possible, and maybe started voicing a little bit more, and they did not want to hear that. So they all lost their minds. And that's why you are seeing what you are seeing more of Today, But the thing is, we're seeing more of it. It's always been going on, like you say, but we're seeing more of it because people have uh, cameras now where they can record that. But but what do you think about um, the uh, North Carolina not showing the uh, video of the incident in North Carolina? Uh, Sandra, for, for me, uh, it's just people buying time. Uh, As always, people are buying time. Mm. Buying time because they, for me, biblically and historically, um, looking at this whole thing, you ask why is all of this stuff happening more? For me, the answer is, biblically speaking, these are the last days. And Satan, uh, 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 race never fails. 
when it comes to pushing people and 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 causing chaos. It never fails. It's yeah. one of those hot button issues that that is so emotional that people can't even talk about it really. And so yeah. we we think we're talking about it, but we never get to the deeper levels of the conversation of race. We can never right. get there because uh, it's so emotional. There's so many scars. There's so yeah. so much hurt. There's so yeah. much personal effect within families, like color, how black yeah. people push that color issue. But right. it's white supremacy absorbed into black minds, black and brown minds. When right. I deal with my African students, you know, um, uh, you you see black, whereas I look at African Americans and I don't see that black anymore. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So we're so scared of being brown. We don't even know what black is anymore. We we mm-hmm. we think we're dark skinned. But I, like I said to you in person, I have students that are so beautifully black that the sun hits their skin in a certain way and it reflects like purple. I See, know you were telling me, and I thought, yeah. how beautiful is that? Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. And so, once again, as a people, we're duped. We've been duped. We've been sold yeah. a lie. Yeah. And, and it's self-hate that we're seeing, but we're seeing white supremacy being used to spark other issues. This is an uh-huh. issue that's being used to cause confusion, and it's going to do it. It's yeah. going to do it. But at the same time, they're going to pull race. They're going to pull out all the stops on everything else. So it's yeah. going to be race. It's going to be all kinds of other issues at once because we're mm-hmm. in this day. Yeah, those... it's too much. I agree. It's, it's always one thing after another. Let's see if we have some callers on the line. Let's see if anyone have any comments. Um, hello, this is Sandra Keys, Keys to the Kingdom, California. You have any questions you wanted to add to the show? Uh, well, my name's um, Corey Jeffries, and uh, Hi, the Jeffries Peace Project. Uh, how you doing, Sandra? Good. How are you? Good, good. I, I just tuned think? in, and yeah. uh, I'm so listening what do you to the brother. What do you think? I'm um, just a question. What do you think? Uh, what is the reason for North Carolina um, uh, city officials holding the videotape of the incident in North Carolina? Well, it's it, it, it's business as usual, you know. Um, nothing has changed where that's concerned, you know. It's it, it's time, whenever these types of things happen, uh, especially especially in our community, it includes people of color. Period, you know. But especially yeah. in our community, there's always an issue about damage control. You know, everybody wants to take a the powers that be want to take a look. As, I, as I'm riding through downtown Oakland and West Oakland right now and, and observing all this gentrification that's going on, it, it's, it's the powers that be that want to, uh, uh, you know, uh, do damage control. You know, I've worked in municipalities and seen how uh, the, the, the city attorney's office and the district attorney and even the public defender, how they all – work together for what they consider the greater good of the community. And what it means is uh, a lot of times um, uh, collusionary things. At the end of the day, uh, there's a dissonance factor of explaining things away 
to, to keep everybody comfortable instead of dealing with the truth. But I know. the truth is I know. the truth has because been so evident for so long. If they just would have released the released the video, just let people make their own decision. But you guys are to me, they're making things worse by holding on to it. And the um, police chief has already contradicted himself. So um, it, it just it just looks suspect to me. I, I don't know. It just looks suspect. And it, and these days and times, it's like you cannot hide the truth. It's gonna come out. So just get it over with. Just get it over with. Let people yeah. make their own decision. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, there's a documentary that uh, my, that, that I'm working on with uh, with some people that have to do with this new police reform bill, uh, uh, Senate Bill SB 443, which has to do with asset forfeiture, policing for profit, and Senate Bill 1286, which is accountability and transparency. And these bills are are are, are designed and based strictly behind these things that are happening and that have been going yeah. on for this yeah. for this long. A friend of mine had $11,000 taken from him, uh, and that's a lot of money to carry with. But now if I was a pro basketball player, pro baseball player, a lot of them carry $100,000 on them, and because they know who they are, you know, it's okay. But this gentleman was a, was a Navy veteran, a pilot, you know, his family has oil property down in Louisiana. They're all – him and his siblings are getting residual income from. He got a settlement for an injury that occurred, a physical injury that he had. He has and, – and then he also works for a Mercedes-Benz dealer who, uh, who's a friend of his. He goes to auctions, and his daughter was going to Stanford, and he was going to buy her a car, surprise her, and buy her a car with cash for graduating from high school. She's going to play basketball at Stanford. And the police stopped him just based upon the demographics. He stays in an, he stays in Northern California in an area up near Mendocino County where people grow marijuana and stuff. I know that. And because I know he that. Has a, yeah. yeah. He's, he's a black guy with a black Mercedes, and like clockwork, they've been, they've been monitoring this guy leave from up there to come to San Francisco, to come to the Bay Area every day. They think he's transporting drugs. He has medical issues. He's going to the VA for treatment every Friday. He goes down to the VA for treatment. He shouldn't have to explain that. They fabricated right. something and stopped him Stopped him when he was coming back up that way along uh, 101 near Ukiah. I'll make it real short. I'll shorten it up. The yeah. bottom line is they they stopped this guy. This guy went. This guy had, had the gas nozzle in the tank of his car. He was in a convenience store, gas station, uh, buying ice cream because it was 103 degrees. There was a line of people in front of him. He was in the store for almost 15 minutes. When he came out, the police swooped on his car and, and asked the CID and all this crazy stuff. And he said, what did I do? And, and the police officer told him, you were speeding. He had been in the store for 12 minutes. And he yeah. said, he was speeding. We, we need to search your car. It was just a yeah. bogus way of wanting to search. They found $11,000. They started saying, who do you work for and this and that. At the end right. of the day, this was, this was 1 o'clock. He didn't get out of jail until 12 midnight. They 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 handcuffed him, sat him in the car with people looking at him in a hundred degree temperature. And at the end of the day, they couldn't find anything on him. After they kept saying, "Who do you work for? Who do you work for?" They kept shooting different good cop, bad cop. At the yeah. end of the day, they said, "Look, you seem like a nice guy. You don't have a record. Here's what we're going to do for you: sign this piece of paper." 
and say this money doesn't belong to you and you're free mm. to go. Wow. Mm. Wow. He said, wow. He said, lawyer, he said, lawyer, lawyer, you got bailed, yeah. you got bailed out. It took him eight months to get that money back. They wow. took that money in an interest account, made money off of it, made him wait, changed everything in his household. And, and you know, but the, but the L.A. Times, Fox 40, the Vanguard, CNN, ABC, they all got a hold of it, the ACLU, oh. and it turned into something that actually spearheaded these Senate bills because the, the oh. L.A. Times was looking into police corruption. Yeah, and all all of these senators are a part of this thing now, and so we're going to still see how this plays out mm-hmm. uh, as as this new election comes up. But okay. this just goes to the core of everything that we're dealing with with police trans. If you're a police officer and you're not doing anything corrupt and you really believe in what you're doing, I would want, and I wouldn't have any problem. Yes, you're film it. I'm not doing anything I'm not supposed and to do. Put the, put the camera in the dashboard. Feel. And that's what I feel about the North Carolina police chief. Come on, you are a brother. You know your people want to see the video. Why not release it? I'm going to put you on mute now. Um, Elder um, Anthony, I'm sorry. Uh, what do you think about that story? Because this does happen. We are always suspect. I know at, a, at my last job I had um, that I worked for for 12 years, it was a known fact that if you owned a nice car, a nice house, that you were not to let uh, the company know that you did because once they saw that car, it seemed like that you would be let go for some reason or another. This is a fact. This is a fact. So there are still, even in corporate situations, they don't want you to go but so far. Um, It's sad to say, but it is true. Your thoughts on that? Uh, it would be it would be a nice soundbite for me to say that it's going to get better, but that would be a lie. What my brother was saying is very profound because uh, 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 these are things that have been happening since Reconstruction. Now we didn't right. have the cars, but but uh, remember the nice houses that see blacks were craftsmen back in those days. And we used to build our own houses, build our own mansions in our own neighborhoods. And you know what whites used to do. They, they used to go to those neighborhoods because our houses, neighborhoods were nicer than theirs, and they would burn the neighborhood down. Mm. Burn it down. That's what they did in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Right. And many other cities across the United States that we haven't heard of because right. that, that information is buried. So it would be nice for me to say that that's going to change, Sandra, but it's not. But it's, it's not gonna right. Yeah. It's going to get worse, and yeah. and remember this: the laws had to be changed because they were not on our side. Remember, the <laughs> laws were on their side. Yeah, remember yeah. that. And so, yeah. laws can be ha- can be manipulated, and many times they could just be stated against you. The law could literally be against you. And so, well, so we yeah, have to so, look at this stuff. So what can we do about it? Well, in North Carolina, when you talk about the law, they were just saying in North Carolina, effective October 1st, it will not be mandatory for the police to release any videos 
uh, any police uh, dash cam. Now, why would you do that when now, when all across America they're trying to become more transparent, giving police officers um, uh, cameras to wear, putting it on their dash cam so that people can get the real story, and then you as a state will outlaw that, saying that you don't have to deliver this information for people to see? What does that say about... <laughs> Even if you have the real story. Yeah. Remember Rodney King? They had the yeah. film footage of Rodney King, and what did they, they do? It, they yeah. made it seem like what you were seeing was not true, or you, even though you that. saw what you saw, it wasn't the whole truth. Yeah. Right? And so they said, well, some of those swings even though they were swinging with intent, were missing. <laughs> Remember? And so yeah. you're just, just like the brother said, you're seeing the same thing over and over, Sandra. And so yeah. here, I don't care. There are some good, now I know a lot of black cops. I know a lot of cops, good people. I'm a school teacher. And yeah. so good people. But, of course, just like the brother said, uh, 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 people are human beings. You come to yeah. your job with fears, with your prejudices, with your biases, yeah. Yeah. even yeah. though you say you don't, you do. Yeah. And so yeah. here you have power, and, and and I don't care what job you have, you're a judge. And my brother said something very, very interesting. He said, for profit, prison. Mm. So that goes the whole, it it is a prison, it's a prison industry where the prisons yeah. are privatized. They got to keep them 95% full so that right. there's money being made. Everybody yeah. gets a cut of that. The judges, yeah. the, the yeah. Uh, police, everybody yeah. gets a cut of that. That's something that's not spoken about, but that's a reality. And so it when I reality. say stuff and like we're captives here, You're right. That, that sounds strange to people, but it's a fact. It's a fact because even though we can make money, get nice jobs, do all these things, you are still captive here. You're still not free yeah. here. That sounds yeah. very weird in a country that says we're free. We're free. But look at freedom. Even when, when this country says, well, we're going through a, 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 a good period, the, 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 the golden age. Well, who was it golden for and who made it golden? Mm. Right? You look yeah. at any time. Whenever people talk about back in the day it was good, you, you were saying that because you were coming out of your childhood. How, was it good really for your parents? Huh? When you look okay. back at any generation of black people, yeah, things were different. The black family was a little better, but there were still incredible hardships. Mm -hmm. So who was it golden for and who mm -hmm. made it golden? And so, okay. so yes. Yeah. I agree. Uh, my next question, and I'm, this, we're, still, we're talking about a whole lot of stuff, but what do you think about Trump telling us, the black folks, putting us all in one basket, talking about our schools are no good, our communities are no good? He acts like no black person has been successful in this, in this United States, and it is funny to hear him say that he's going to fix our lives. What do you think about that? Sandra. Sandra, it's just madness. It's just madness. Again, you you know how I feel about both candidates, both yeah. candidates, and yeah. so and so. This is just more rhetoric to for me to sway us in another direction. It is that Hegelian dialectic 
that will mm. have people jumping up and say, this man is a lunatic. We need to run in this direction. In right. the military, they call it the kill zone. And so they, don't, they set up a space and they drop some things to get you to run into the kill zone. So, yeah. so, yeah. They, so they drop some yeah. things here, put some yeah. obstacles here, throw a thing over there to, to get you to run into the kill zone. And that's wow. exactly what's going to happen. Black people, well-meaning, well-meaning, well-intentioned, highly educated people are going to run right into the kill zone. And um, we've been manipulated like that for so yeah. long, we're just scarred, confused, and we don't know. And we know that this is a horrible situation. We're tired of it. But we have to be careful, very careful, not to run directly into the kill zone. All right. Um, I have another caller in Southern California. Hello? This is Sandra Keith. Hello, Hello? Sandra. Hi, Sandra. It's Rosalind. Hi, Rosalind. Did you want to comment on the show? Oh, man. You know what? I am just, it, it just seemed like it's um, a part two of what I was talking about just this past Wednesday on my show. So much is going on within this nation. But you know what? I'm just going to let you go ahead on because um, great comments are coming across the airways right now. And I'll just let you go ahead and take care of it. All right. Thank you. All right. Um, let's see. Let's go to uh, Northern California. This is Sandra Keys, Keys to the Kingdom. You have any comments? No? Okay, I have a text message where they say they've released the wife's phone video. They are now marching in Atlanta as well. Um, let's see. Sorry about that. They are now marching in Atlanta as well. Um, the general consensus is the PD won't release theirs because it's probably very problematic. They got to get time to get their story together. As the gentleman said, business as usual. Yeah, apparently they have to get their stories together, but it's unfortunate that we have a black man at the helm of that, unless he could be being a puppeteer for the mayor and the governor. So he may not have a choice as to what he says, but I believe he's already uh, contradicted himself. Again, Southern California, did you have a question or did you want to? Yes, yes, yes. I have like a, I have, I have, this is Lorenzo Ellsworth from Compton Politics. Ah. It is something that's really, really puzzling me about this whole thing about um, us African Americans and Africans. We call ourselves African American. Our history is from Africa. But every time when I see, and, you know, and I have African brothers, and we always sit down and we have some call back to back. We talk about the issues why Africans don't like blacks, you know. So this, to me, this is my question: is like when all these black men are getting killed in America, and you have all these Africans out here. I haven't seen not one African or African organizations out here like protesting with us, but we are calling ourselves African Americans, and, and it just puzzles me because it's like. Could anybody answer that question? Because it would really be puzzling me on that right there. Like we call ourselves, we call ourselves African Americans. Our African, our, our, our American brothers are getting killed. African American brothers are getting killed. But I don't see no African like organizations or marching and 
I don't see none of that. So what's going on with that? Can anybody answer that? Or is it two types of? Is it two type? Uh, is it African African and then is African American? Uh, I need to know. Uh, Elder Anthony, well, yes, can I say something? <laughs> yeah. Because um uh as as a teacher and I deal directly with my African students, a lot of them see it's it's very the state of a lot of let's say blacks from all over the di- diaspora from all over the world they don't fully understand the history that is taking place here they see what's happening here but don't fully understand it because they're looking at things from their perspective and then right. the, the best thing that works against us is divide and conquer and that has happened on yeah continent of Africa, and that happens right here. And so just, so we are divided and conquered. And so when I look at my people, man, from what, wherever we come from, we're traumatized. We're messed up. We're duped. We're messed up. We don't like each other. We don't know how to deal with each other. Uh, we don't trust each other. And so what you're seeing with our African brothers is that you can talk to our brothers from the Dominican Republic. You can talk to them from the Caribbean. You can talk to them from, from wherever. But what has happened in this country, people look at it. Right now, they're scared. They're scared, too. Like, like what is going on? You know, but, but, but we are divided to such a point. But that divide and conquer has not failed. They divided. They did so that. They did that. Yeah. And it has not failed, my brother. Few of us, few of us will get through that and see right. through it and actually come together. That's how deep this thing is, man. It's, it's sad. So you see it, but how many people see it and then will move on it and say, well, listen, let's actually come together. You know what I mean? Not yeah. many, my brother. So you, you have an advantage point because you see it, you're making people aware of it. And so for me, as a teacher, when I teach my students, I call them out on it and say, right. you're young, this is what's happening. Let me teach you about what's happening in this country. Because a lot of blacks from all over the world come here, and they, they reap the benefits of what we have done here. Not oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, right? and, so, and so, in fact, many of our brothers from abroad look down on us. Yeah, I was, I was going to say that, Anthony, because you say to a Dominican that they're black, they'll tell you quickly they're Dominican or they're oh, Dominican. They will not own up to that blackness. You know what I'm saying? They'll, because it's they'll white supremacy. It's white supremacy. It's white supremacy. And, and uh, listen. Thank you, that, so, thank you for that answer, though, bro. I need to know because... Yes. You know, I'm dealing with people in the Congo. I, my boys is up in the Congo right now. My, my president of my organization. Call them out on it. Huh? Call them out on it. I tell my students all, all of the time, I remind them of African history, of how Africa was divided up, chopped up. So even though they have their black presidents, there's still puppets over there, and, and Africa was divided up. No African owns any part of Africa. They see, and that goes to show that they don't know their history, and that's right. why I have to call them out on their history. 
It's important. So that's what I do with my students, to let people know that this is white supremacy, that Africa was chopped up by the European nations and, 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 and just totally kept in a perpetual state of war, even to this day. Yeah, yeah. Even to this day. And so when they say, well, I don't understand why you guys don't take, take all these opportunities. Well, let me tell you why. Because African Americans, if you look back at history, we've done things that many even black men don't even benefit from. Everybody else can come here and benefit from what we've done yeah, here. That's of course. So, it's so powerful. And so as, as a teacher, my brother, we have to teach our people. We have to call them out on certain things and just okay. let them know, look, look, you're looking at us, but let's look at African history. All of your leaders, how many of them are puppets right now? Mm. And your country's impoverished when it doesn't have to be. The richest country, the diamonds, the gold, everything that you can name, the stuff from the cell phones, the battery from the cell phone, all that stuff comes from Africa right now. Wow. Wow. Right now, that comes from Africa, the richest country as far as resources on the planet, and yet the people are poor. How does that happen? How does that happen? It goes back to Africa being chopped up. Now, that divide and conquer, that whole thing still works, and it, and I, it would be great if I could say things would get better, but I can't say that, my brother. Right, right, right. Now, thank you for that answer, brother. Thank All you. right. I have another question, and that's coming from the chat line. We should not call ourselves African-American if it shows ownership to your master. We are African, period. What do you say about that, Elder? Well, it's, I have a lot to say about that. Like, um, what if I told you that not all Africans are African? What if I told you some Africans were Hebrew? What if I told you some of the Africans, including African-Americans here in this country, are actually Hebrews? And Mm. we can trace that back to Judah. We can trace that back to to, uh, Israel. That is Mm. possible with all the stuff that we know now, right? Mm. All of the stuff that we know now. And so when you look at Africans, all of us, uh, see, see, see. It's, it, this thing gets historically deep. When you really want to get deep into this thing, people talk talk about the Bible as a white book. No, wait a minute. You need to really get into it and study it with the power of the Holy Spirit. All and right. And certain things, and then you'll see things clearer. Things clearer. Okay. But we don't see. That's a whole other topic. But, 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 but. So. You can call yourself, there, listen, there are, when you go to the Philippines and you look at what they originally looked like, when you go, there are blacks all over there, blacks with blonde hair. And when yeah. white people first saw them, they said, well, white people did this. But scientists quickly debunked that and said the gene that turns their hair Blonde has nothing to do with the European gene, and so and so it's 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 just so many things that we could talk about, right? It's it's just very deep. But I'm gonna tell you, many of the blacks here in this country are actually Hebrews. But that's a whole nother topic. So you can call yourself one thing, whatever. But it's 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 just how are you treating your people? 
Are you nice to your people? Are you kind to one another? Because we treat each other like garbage. We treat each other like garbage. And we have to, that's something that we have to deal with because that's a type of conditioning. It's a type yeah. of conditioning Amen. that we have to yeah. get over. I don't care if you marry a white chick. I don't care if you marry a white chick. Still, you cannot escape the fact that you're black. Right. That your skin is brown. That your skin right. is brown. And beautifully so. Don't think, see, we've been, con- been conditioned to think that brown is negative. But, see, right. I've been right. blessed to live in New York City. I've been blessed to live in New York City because I see blacks from everywhere. I see brown right. people from everywhere. And I'm telling you, we're beautiful, nonstop. Yeah. We're, yeah. We're, we're, we're gorgeous. We're gorgeous. We're smart. We're intelligent. I know, like, uh, 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 African brothers, right? Mm-hmm. They know when, can hardly speak English, but ask them how many languages they know. Right. My students right. come to this country hardly speaking English, but they're quick to learn it. Right. To learn it quick. But you know what? When I speak to them, they know four or five languages. Not only do they know four or five languages, in one language they know a couple of dialects in that language. Right? Right. Now, I'm... So when I tell my, my African brothers and sisters, that's beautiful. But, but, but don't look down on your brothers because the same thing has happened in your country. You just don't realize that war right. that's happening in your country right now, we can historically look back and connect that war because everybody in your region is kind of poor, right? Where did they get those guns from? And then mm-hmm. you link up and you find out that it was a company, that started a war so that they can get the resources from that region, from the Congo. Yeah. And so these things, and so it goes back to white supremacy. And it goes, so so there's just so so much within this discussion. We haven't even breached the the deepness of it. But I'm telling you, we have to treat each other different. We have we, to treat each other different. And we have to come together. Uh, uh, there's another comment um, online that says, then those who are Hebrew, then you are Hebrew. That is fine, but not Hebrew-American. Uh, the original Hebrew is still African, is uh, this coming from uh, the chat line. Okay. Okay. All right. But when you talk to um, Hebrews, uh, Hebrew will say that they migrated into that territory. They migrated into Africa. Oh, okay. Okay. But but um but because blacks were everywhere. Now, realize this. Realize this. The term black is a modern term. Like white, that's an American construct. White and black. Right. Black and white. That's an American construct. That's not the ancient construct. Right, so so when I say black and brown, people covered this earth. The Egyptians, the Hebrews, all of these people were brown. They were right. all brown, and so and so. Don't find that shocking. Uh, outside of the continent of Africa, uh, that there are brown people everywhere. Brown people yes. everywhere. You know. Yes. So. Yes. So so going back to all this, we have a rich history. We have a divided history. Um, we're seeing history probably being, they said if you live long enough, history will repeat itself. Now, this is a scary thought. But do you think 
that in America they are again trying to um, suppress us even more? Uh, let me say this. Like I said a couple of Fridays ago, um, the military, the police, right, the police are geared up more like an invading army now. Yeah, yeah. What are they gearing up for? Why yeah. are they transferring equipment to the United States? Why are they doing all this stuff? Because, see, again, and I want my people to understand this, they're using race to cause chaos to push another agenda that's coming down the road. And so with this racial chaos, it's not just going to be race. It's going to be all kinds of other issues at one time. Right. So it's like Satan pulling all of his tools out of the bag at once. He's pouring his bag out because he knows his okay, time is up. Financially, everything is going to everything. hit. Everything. Everything. The weather. Yeah. yeah. The weather. People say harp. Uh, uh, the financial, the cashless society. Now, they're going to do all of this stuff saying it's for your good. We're taking away cash so that the society is better. Uh, we're, we're taking away your freedoms. You've got to take off your shoes at the airport like you're going into Rikers. We have to take off your belt like you're going into Rikers Island so that you can have a better society. So right. you have to understand the whole picture, the whole picture. Because this is just one thing that's going to escalate. But other things are going to be escalating at the same time. So while we're looking at race, something else deep is going to be happening as well. The weather is going to start acting up because they're messing with that. So it's the food we're eating is making people crazy. Not only crazy, but fat. Out of your mm -hmm. mind. You're nutritionally starved. Now think about all of that. Think about all of this happening. Happening at the same time, and these are things that you can see in your own family right now. You look yeah. at your menu and see that your family is nutritionally starved, and they're eating and eating and eating, and they're still tired, weak, sick, whatever. And so all these things are happening at one time. Race, race, uh, 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 race, weather, finances, all these things. And so what is it coming down to? Like I said, please look up the word, the term Hegelian dialectic, because this is what's happening. This warfare, this warfare upon humanity, everybody, whether you're black, white, whatever, the people who run this, this world, they hate white people too. They don't even, they, please, you're white, but you're not me. So, so, if, so you got to fall too. And so you have to be... You have to see this thing holistically, holistically. Chaos, chaos, but they call it order out of chaos. That's why the military is gearing up. They're That's why they're taking away the cash. They know people are going to rebel. They know people are buying more guns. They know all of this stuff. They know all of this stuff. Right. But remember, this is a country, my, 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 my last point. This is a country that don't mind dropping bombs on its own people. Now, if you don't understand what I'm talking about, go back and just look at what, when bombs are dropped right there in the black uh, uh, community right there in Philadelphia. That's just one. But that wasn't even the first time that a bomb was dropped yeah. on a black community. So you have to understand that this is a country 
that when it comes to its own, they experiment and they will exterminate their own. My last now, word. I was um, told to ask uh, anyone on the call, and I've opened up the lines to uh, show hosts, what is happening in the banking industry? Is something terrible about to happen? And that's what I keep hearing, that something is about to happen. And I actually, within this house of these uh, uh, conspiracy theorists, the whole family were conspiracy theorists, and they were just telling me all kinds of stories. And so I, I debunked all, I didn't want to hear all, any of them, and I was told that I was walking unconscious. But <laughs> anyway, I was told about these coffins that are being lined up, these uh, FEMA tents that were somewhere, I, can't, I forget, might be North Carolina, that were back in the woods somewhere that, that they were preparing for, like, this Armageddon thing. So is there anyone out there that knows anything about rumors of stuff going on with the banking industry? I know that we now have the chips uh, that are now being implemented on uh, the ATM credit cards and everything. Did anybody have anything uh to add on this comment? Well, what I do know is uh, public storage is going to be one of the um, jails for everybody because they have so many public storages, and they can uh-huh. lock them by shutting the gates and the doors. So I know public storage. They're getting, uh, I ran into one of the uh, corporate workers who runs uh, the corporate office for public storage, and she's a Caucasian lady. And, you know, we always talk, and I always wanted to interesting people to just always slip me stuff. And she told me that, Public storage is like they'll sign the contract with the government. And just in case of a state of emergency, they'll be able to uh, prisonize African Americans and people of color in these storage spaces. And I count on how many public storages is out here. Wow. Can I can, 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 can I add a couple of things? John. Uh, uh, in in the fifties and sixties, eighty seven percent of black households had both parents in the house, okay? Mm-hmm. COINTELPRO came along. That was designed to break up the Black Panthers. In the meantime, well, of course, it became an epidemic when the white kids, uh, I'm talking about the Bay Area up at Montclair and all the rich areas, but they started finding out that they were coming down in droves in the flat areas to, uh, to, to, to buy more drugs than we could even sell in the black community. Then it became an epidemic. At the time... Mm-hmm. Nancy and Ronald Reagan had just say no. Um, drugs in the community were actually right. declining then at the time. You can look that up at the time that they had to. But their agenda wasn't unlike what the new falling in line with the New York uh, with with the New World Order and the status quo is. If you look at the history of the uh, Federal Reserve Bank and and how you know the Rockefellers and the and the Bilderbergers and all, all of these uh, 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 Eurocentric uh, uh, types started this monetary system and actually fed into, uh, you know, the, the, the war with Hitler and the Germans and all that. There, there were, there were uh, 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 Jewish people that were at the helm of, that, of their own annihilation. Nobody wants to admit that. Mm. They were at the helm of their own annihilation. Those Correct. Kids, the fighting they're having in between Palestine over there in the West Bank, those that territory that that's where that's where the, uh, the Jews were supposed to be moved over there, just like we were moved on the Nina, Nina the Pen of San Maria and Amistad. Now they were supposed to be moved the same way. It was going to be way too costly to do that, and as a result, 
they started they 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 started annihilating Jews by just burning them up. They 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 were killing them and by the hundreds of thousands per day. They found out it was cheaper to do that than it was to mobilize them and move them to the West Bank where they were supposed to, where where their plans originally were. Now this they. Now, when this war came, when this war came out with 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 uh, uh, Hitler in the United States, they this monetary system purposefully and willfully bankrupted the United States by by by, by uh, um, that uh, you know confirming with the president that if you you know their sol- our soldiers were on the verge of just of just quitting because. Shoes and equipment and stuff was at an all-time low. They said for us to keep supplying this war, we're going to have to we're, we're going to have to bankrupt uh, uh, you know uh, our farmers and, and everything. The Great Depression came as a result of that. What wound up happening now? What happened on top of that was that uh, this this group, which we now when they signed the Federal Reserve Act, this same group of people said, "Look, we will save the country from bankruptcy." If, but we're picking up the U.S. debt, so so now we get to print all the money. You sign this act, we are in charge of printing all the U.S. money from here on out. The Federal Reserve is no more federal than Federal Express is. No more federal than Federal Express is. Now they're aware that that it's time for a monetary change. To answer your question about the monetary thing, now they're aware of that. That was made evident when Muammar Gaddafi started to use their resources of 24-karat gold and diamonds as the new currency, which was going to bankrupt the whole euro dollar. That Great Britain money, where the U.S. dollar is 59 cents on the dollar in in Europe, whereas in the Philippines and Mexico and everywhere else, our money doubles, triples the world over. But Muammar Gaddafi his monetary system was going to change the whole global the whole global scene as far as far as controlling the money and it was necessary with the help of the CIA to go kill to, him to eliminate this brother cuz this brother was going to mess up their monetary system and, and wow. after the lessons they learned from that they came out with okay uh you know, you throw you throw some stuff out. You talk about Bitcoin and, and these other things that you can transfer over to because they they want to see. They're putting feelers out there. They want to see if it's possible to get away from printed paper. And so, whatever they have that's going is probably is, is probably something that is true more than just a conspiracy. But right now. The people in charge of the the, the the world's currency, meaning those that are in touch with the Federal Reserve Bank, and, and if you look at Syria, Cuba, uh, 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 let me see, what other countries? Uh, uh, North Korea. There's like four countries right now that we and China that we seem like we're on the verge of possibly going to war with. Right. Those are the. There's no coincidence that those are the only four existing countries that do not have U.S. banks on their soil. There are U.S. banks in Iraq now, since we got rid of Saddam Hussein. There are U- 
Iran is one that doesn't have U.S. banks. Syria is another one that doesn't. Cuba is another one that doesn't. North Korea is another one that doesn't. Is it strange that we're, it strange that we're finding a way to start a war with these companies? Because we want to imperialize those companies. We don't have any U.S. banks, so there's no democracy in those companies. That's part of that new world order, but it's all tied to a monetary banking system. You can have as much laws on the books as you want, but he who controls the printed paper controls this, this globe that we live on. All right. All right. A conspiracy is a conspiracy when it is a conspiracy. But these days, the conspiracies are becoming realities. Uh, was there anything else? And I'm going to end this. If there's any other comments, make them known right now. My sister, A, my brother is 100% right. And that, that you can go to Forbes magazine and, uh, and uh, type in cashless society, and they will give you all of the reasons why they're, they're going to make a cashless society within the next couple of years. So, again, they're saying that it's, it's to create a better society, a less crime-riddled society. But Amen. when they say that, it's never really for us. It's for them. Right. It's for mm-hmm. them. It's a control grid. It's a control grid that they have on all of us that yeah. that we will not be able to buy and sell. And this thing is very, very serious. This thing is mm-hmm. very, very serious. And by the way, you can buy stock on Wall Street in the American prison industrial complex now. It's mm. a business. You can mm. buy stock. You can trade on Wall Street, and you can buy into the prison system where – where, where wow. African Americans are, where African Americans are, fifteen percent of the U.S. population, but sixty percent of the prison population. Yeah. And, there, and, and there's no longer eighty-seven percent of black households with both mother and father in the house. All of that ties in. All of that ties in. Yes, it you does. see these Silicon Valley companies that are having the highest quarterly earnings that they've ever had. And how are they laying off three and 4,000 people? You know why? Because, because they can use prisoners to make their products now instead of saying made in Korea and made in China. You can, you can get cheaper labor right here now. The U.S. has 3.5 million people incarcerated, which is twice as much as Africa, Asia, China, Japan, India, and Europe all combined. That's right. That's right. In this three right. country, we've got more people locked up here than in every other country, twice combined. That's right. Wow. Well, that's I, capital, I, I capitalism. What I've learned is that we as black people need to be vigilant because there are things coming down the pike. It's not just as racial stuff, but it's a whole lot of stuff that's going to be coming down after that. Uh, Elder, I'm going to give you the last word to close us out. Mercy, I just wanted to say that um, I'm. I'm glad there are some people out there who are very conscious, who, 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 who see what's happening, but not only see, they're willing to make people aware of what's happening. And for me, biblically speaking, it's exactly what's happening. All of these things are going to happen. The banksters controlling everybody's life, everybody's life, to the point where we will not be able to buy or sell because the control grid will be upon us. It will be upon us. But guess what? The Bible has already told us that when, when you study it in sincerity. Now, 
how do we treat each other? We have to go back to God and learn how to treat each other, learn how to love each other, because that's the difference in all of this. Black people, all people, we have to come together and love each other. Now, when the beast powers, let me just make this clear, when the beast powers, because this is happening, governmental powers, when they talk about unity, I want to warn my people to be very careful of that because that is going to lead to a worse situation. When the, when the very powers that are causing the fires the, and all of the problems turn around and says, as a government, we need to go back to God or we need to come back together, watch out. Because the Bible tells us when they speak peace, 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 sudden destruction, sudden destruction, so we have to be aware and hold on to God. Despite all of this, God is still in control. He's still in control. Yes, he's going to show himself in control. Amen. One, one last question before we go. Um, yes. Do you have any information on the global currency reset, when that will happen, when we can expect that? <laughs> the next few years. These people are not playing. They're not playing. The next few years. So wow. we will all be alive to see it, to witness it, to look at our bank accounts and uh, to look at our uh, uh, um, real estate investments, right? All of that just collapsed. We, are, we will all be alive to, to bear witness and see it with our own eyes because these people are not playing. And, and for them, it's already late in the game. Oh. If they could have done it three years ago, they would have. But it just wasn't time. But the time is upon us. Amen. All right. All right. Interesting. Amen. We need more teachers like that, brother, too. We need more teachers yeah. like that, brother, in the African-American community. That's why I, I need to come to your time. school, man. I need to come to your school, man. I need to get a scholarship. Uh, no. uh, Elder S.P. Moore is brilliant. He's brilliant in the word, biblically, and he's also a historian. He has the facts. And so I do love him. Um, I'm going to have him on for the next few weeks or whenever he is available. But thank everyone who participated on tonight. We are to stay vigilant. Please join me again next week this time. Also, um, Corey has a program. I think it's on Thursday night. uh, Lorenzo has one on the same time on Monday night. Am I correct, Lorenzo? Yes, ma'am. Cotton Politics Talk Radio, 730 Worldwide. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, everybody, for joining in on this conversation. Please tune in next week. We have more information for you. It is all about uh, being awakened, amen, to what's going on around us. Let's not take everything face value. There is deeper stuff that is going on. Amen. This is Sandra Keys, and you are listening to Keys to the Kingdom at T25CL, your all-encompassing entertainment station, independent movies, independent music for your listening and viewing pleasure. Please check us out, T25CL.com. Bye-bye, everybody. I got be love. Amen. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.